Welcome to All Autism Talk, connecting the autism community one podcast at a time. Our show offers a friendly conversation with inspiring individuals in the autism community. All Autism Talk is brought to you by the Learn It family of companies, including Autism Spectrum Therapies, Trellis Services, and Desert Choice Schools, helping all children succeed in school and life. Now, here is your host, Rob Haupt. Hey, everybody. Welcome to All Autism Talk. I'm your host, Rob Haupt, a vice president at Autism Spectrum Therapies, part of the Learner family of companies providing services, um, educational, therapeutic, pretty much you name it, to individuals um, in need, autism, other related disorders, but even just typically developing kids in the name of just good educational academic supports. Um, well, it's been a while. Um, I think I've probably spent a little bit too much time out and about and locked indoors with my little one who is now, I can't believe, nine months old. But uh, I'm really glad to be back. It's been a busy, um, a busy few months. I've been, I feel like a little bit of everywhere, getting to meet lots of new people, talk about lots of new programs that are out there, um, and continuing to kind of shape and, and sometimes reshape my view of autism, um, services that are critical, supports that are critical, as well as just my, my viewpoint on ABA and, and other therapies. Um, you know, in the last, you know, few months, I think we've been talking a lot about issues about access to services from an insurance point of view, from a licensure point of view. Um, but one of the things that we always like to highlight on this show that we're going to spend some time today doing is just really cool programs that are out there. You know, it's, there's so many different cool things out in the community that, you know, I get to learn about at conferences or through emails and Facebook posts that, you know, maybe not be in every single, you know, community, but are really just great for us to learn about because they provide a great service to that community, but also really um, represent an opportunity for others to replicate. And I think that becomes such a big focus for all of us is to try and learn from one another, figure out what works, and figure out what can be replicable to another community, to another town, to another person. Um, so today we're going to get a chance to talk to two really great ladies here in Los Angeles, uh, in my neck of the woods, who have um, brought together two great partnerships between the Autism Society of Los Angeles and Leaps and Bounds to create a new camp called Camp Naveen. So first, we're going to be joined by Kim St. Clair, who is the Executive Director of the Autism Society of Los Angeles. And Kim brings more than 20 years of experience, both in corporate and nonprofit environments, to the Autism Society of Los Angeles. Her career includes Fortune 100 experience in business and information technology, and most recently, contributions to a number of local nonprofit organizations in Los Angeles. Um, Her leadership roles... Um, have included Golden Heart Ranch, Fred Conference, and the Southwest SOPA. Kim also has a 13-year-old son with special needs, um, and her involvement um, with her son and in, in looking for supporting him opened the door to her nonprofit organizations with a focus on processing, fundraising, programming, administration, and development. With Kim, we also have um, Heather Hallam, and Heather is from Leaps and Bounds. Um, she is really a camp person, as she describes herself, and has over 14 years of camp experience, including overnight and day camp. Um, 
Heather really loves the outdoors and spending time with campers. She started working at camps for individuals with special needs at Camp Courageous in Iowa and was excited to take on the challenge of camp director at Leaps and Bounds when she moved here to Los Angeles. This is her fourth summer with Leaps and Bounds and has been excited to partner with the Autism Society of Los Angeles and bring a new camp experience to young adults with autism or with other disabilities. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank Hi. you. Hi. Thanks for having us. Hey. Um, so, so Camp Naveen, um, tell me about it. You know, wh- what, what exactly is the camp? So uh, this is Kim, and you'll get used to Heather and my voice is the difference. So um, Camp Naveen is ASLA's um, annual camp, and um, we're really proud this year to actually be partnering with Leaps and Bounds um, to present it. And the difference is is that it's a residential camp for young adults, uh, 18 to 30, with developmental disabilities. So despite the fact that we're the Autism Society of Los Angeles, we really support people across um, all disabilities and it adds a really nice level of diversity. Mm-hmm. And so um, the Naveen stands for Navigating Independence, and that's what we're there to encourage, is our young adults um, developing independent skills and also do their friendship building, which is so um, critical to everyone's development. So, you know, why um, – you mentioned the camp is – 18 to 30, you know, why, why that age group? Um, you think of summer camp, and I think most of us have this sense of, you know, probably 5 to 15-year-olds going to camp. Um, you know, that's, that's what my, I think, summer camp age groups were. You guys are going on the other side of, of the ages. Why? Yeah, and that's what's something that is really, like, missing in our community is that a lot of our uh, young adults haven't had the opportunity um, for many different reasons to experience a camp like a typical person would or even to go into a... um, like a special needs camp, there may have been different things happening in the family or with their development or it just wasn't appropriate that part of their life. And so what we've done is that we, we're saying, hey, this is an opportunity for everyone. In fact, when we speak to, to across the community, people are like, even my husband and I are like, I'd like to go to camp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so mm-hmm. this is the opportunity um, for that's missing in our community that gives the people the opportunity to have that camp experience. Have a, mm-hmm. Do you have a, another yeah, I mean, I'm a lifelong camper, obviously, um, but so I feel like camp is, is definitely not age-specific, and and obviously, you know, a lot of times when you get older in your 20s and 30s, you are having an independent camp experience, well, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that's not the best choice for a lot of these um, participants, so bringing us together and, and being able to share it with each other um, is, I mean, is it's, you know, you hope for the, you hope for the most exciting positive camping experience you can and and I don't know it's exciting to be amongst your peers for a week and out of the city and up in the woods and having a good time and in fact Rob we've actually had people over 30 um, approaching us uh, uh, you know people as in their like in their 40s mm-hmm. saying hey I want to come mm-hmm. to camp too so um, it's beyond 30 in our community that's saying hey I'd love to have that experience and I missed out and, and I, I want to do it or I had that experience and I want to continue having that having that opportunity. Yeah. Sure. It's funny. I mean, it's funny you're kind of talking about, you know, adults, um, you know, typically developing adults saying like, hey, yeah, camp sounds fun. Because I know uh, in New York, uh, apparently there's this big new 
like trend right now of people in their 20s and 30s going to adult sleepaway camps. And it's like a singles thing where you can maybe meet people or socialize and meet new friends. So it's kind of like right in line with like other social trends that are happening across the country. It's, it's pretty cool. That's just, um, that's just how cool we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cutting edge, at least and in bounds in the ASALA. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, Heather just mentioned that the venue where we're mm-hmm. actually going to hold camp that we'll we'll talk a little mm-hmm. bit about, oh. they actually have that for typical adults too. They so. do. They sort of they have Cold oh, War awesome. weekends and things like that. So yeah, yeah. just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you mentioned some of the uh, briefly. You know, the goal is to increase independence and and social. So what are some of the? I guess are there. How, what, how's that happen? Is there different therapies involved? Is there different types of activities involved? Like, how is this all structured? So it's a variety of different structures that, um, oh, as I say, camp lends itself to friendship and lends itself to independence. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. yes, you have your uh, counselor, you know, ringing the bell to wake up in the morning. But other than that, like, you got to get yourself ready. you got to get yourself your plate of food, and <laughs> you got to brush your mm-hmm. teeth, you know. Like, so there's a lot yeah. of opportunities where, um, you know, you get into your daily routine at home, and you're used to all those reminders, and it's like, whoa, i got to do this all for myself now. Um, and so that's exciting. And it's also exciting because um, it's encouraged. You know, you're around your peers who are like, oh, she totally, you know, picked out all her clothes by herself today. So I'm going to give that a try today. And, you know, and so it's exciting mm-hmm. and you get to do it together. Um, and then, you know, you're around these different people that you've never met for 24 hours a day for six days in a row. Um, it lends itself to that friendship. You're in situations where you depend on each other. Um, you want to play a game in the pool. You want to play a game in the pool and you're like, hmm, who looks like they want to have fun with me? Uh, doing, we're going to be doing some ropes courses in which they have to depend on each other to complete the task, um, as well as uh, group games and sports in which it, you know, you need each other to be there, capture the flag, all those kind of fun things, um, and and just allowing for all those opportunities because sometimes we get so fast and so busy and we move from one activity mm-hmm. to the next. At camp, there's time to just sit down and be like, hey, what do you think about that cloud right there? <laughs> you know, and then it's just providing all really magical opportunities that you can't necessarily plan, but when you're at camp, they just kind of seem to happen a little bit easier. And so that's one of the wonderful things that I love about camp and um, about trying to bring people in to experience that with me. The neat thing is is that Lead Bounds, this is their core competency is, and they're the leaders in doing camps. So us partnering with them is, is really lending itself to our community. And in addition, Another piece of it is though that we're, we're providing the independence and the friendship, we're also making sure that it, there's a safety net there because mm-hmm. safety is a very much a strong focus of both organizations. So um, the parents and the individuals are assured that they've still got that safety net and, and that it's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I was, I was going to go there in a little bit, but why don't, why don't we go there now? You know, you, this is kind of an interesting partnership. Um, you know, you've got two different, you know, pieces of, of the pie here, you know, with leaps and bounds bringing kind of more of the um, the therapeutic point of view, the activity point of view. You know, as you said, Kim, this is what they do. And, and the Autism Society really um, has that 
parent awareness, child and parent protective, that, that safety net as you described it. I'm, I'm curious how this partnership um, came about. Um, well, as you just said, ASLA's mission is to improve the lives of all affected by autism. And one of the one of the um, the ways that we can do that is improving the quality of life. We've actually ASLA yeah. has had camp for this is their third year, and so um, and we were ready for a change. And so when we when we went out and we looked at our options, we did want to partner with someone who was a leader and who was doing incredible things in our community. So it just really lent itself to a really good fit in our visions and our philosophies with regards to the self-advocates and the families. There was a, a common ideology there that really um, really made a nice product to deliver to be able to, to have that, you know, for everyone to be involved in. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I think it's becoming, it's kind of sad, but it feels like it's becoming more unique to see these types of partnerships because um, because it just seems like things are in, in some ways becoming more complicated. So it's great to hear such a simple, um, you know, such a simple partnership in terms of like how well you guys are aligned. I'm sure putting the camp together is anything but simple, but it's just you guys seem so aligned in kind of the, the, the two parts of the puzzle that you guys fit in for one another. Um, you know, we were talking before about though the different activities and, and the ropes and the daily independence. You know, I'm, I'm sure people listening to this are thinking, well, does my child or do I fit into this? And is there any type of minimum criteria, minimum skill set, minimum expectations for someone to have to be a good fit for the camp? Or is it truly just open to everybody? Um, well, we do definitely want to make sure it's a successful experience for each of the campers, each of the participants to come that week. And so we have um, conversations with all the families as well as I meet with all the families before um, we, we go to camp um, just to make sure that it's it's going to be a safe experience, it's going to be a fun, and again, it's going to be a successful experience. We kind of go with a three-to-one ratio for our, uh, our camper-to-staff ratio. And so mm-hmm. most people who fall under that, that ratio are going to be um, successful in this camp experience. So uh, that's kind of what we go with, but we're always open to conversations and seeing how we can make things work and giving things a try, you know. And, in fact, um, you know, in the past we've had conversations with families um, where when they got into it further, they said, you know, it's not a really good fit for us this year, but certainly next year, Mm -hmm. you know, we're working some behavioral things or some Mm -hmm. uh, life skills, um, Mm -hmm. things that we just want to master first, and then they they come back around and say, hey, we're ready. We think uh, this is where we're at and this is where we think we'll be successful now. And, yeah, we've still got some challenges, Mm-hmm. Which you know all of us have, but um, you know we we think we're in a better place. So we do hear that from families. Mm-hmm. I think one of the, yeah. the big things that we hear from the families is more, how can I make this work? Yeah. You know, I have I have a sure. young adult, I have a teenager who who's ready to go, and they're the ones the, the self advocates are the ones saying, I want to have this experience. How, how do we make this happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Um, you know, you mentioned some of the, some of that intake process, and I think it's so great that you, you have this, you know, individualized intake process, Heather. Um, is there any, um, you know, within that three to one ratio, is there any, you know, being the behavior guy, is there any behavior 
limitations, expectations, um, or, you know, is there an option maybe for a family member to um, come along or provide some sort of like one-to-one support? Um, because obviously with so many of our kids with autism and, in, and even into adulthood, um, behavior still continue to be, you know, a focus or a concern for many of them. You know, um, Rob, like Hema said that when we have the conversations with the families, yeah. we try as much as possible to 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 work with the families mm-hmm. and to look at yeah. it in a visualized case by case. And so some people are saying, like for instance, last year we had a man, uh, a paraplegic man, um, who wow. was in a wheelchair. And so we needed to have the supports in place for him. Mm-hmm. And so he had a one-on-one uh, LVN come with him to help mm-hmm. facilitate the, uh, you know, self-care and some of the other medical things yeah. that were going on. So on a case-by-case, we work with the family to see, hey, is there something that we can do? How do we do it? Is it a good fit? Mm-hmm. So um, that's, and, and determine if, hey, is the one-on-one option medically or behaviorally necessary to help mm-hmm. have a successful experience. Yeah. Okay. Good. Great. Um, you know, the other thing you mentioned, it's, I think you already said it's six days or um, straight. Is camp multiple windows, like multiple weeks, or is it just one week straight? Um, you know, what's the timing? When is it? What's the timing of everything? We are doing just one week this summer. We're doing August 14th to August 19th. So it's a Sunday midday, like lunchish, to uh, mm-hmm. Friday, again, like early afternoon. Um, so it's just the one week this summer to get everybody kind of all there up there together. And so they come in Sunday midday and then leave the following Saturday? Friday. Friday. Friday, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. So... Um, I guess what, and they actually go up you know, to uh, up to Malibu, Rob. So it's not a big distance for uh, everyone to go to. So that was going to be kind of my my next question, and and it sounds like it ties into the individualization approach. Like if you're working with each family here, and if we're going up to Malibu, and you live in Los Angeles. Um, you know, is there that flexibility for a family even to be like, hey, you know, I'm a little worried about doing the overnight, but the daytime aspect of this sounds good. Can I drop my child, my child off or can I, you know, get here during the day um, or early in each morning? It sounds like you have quite a bit of flexibility just based on location. Um, I mean, there's, the location is nice and close. We are trying to keep it to just the overnight stays to really encourage that um relationship and friendship and independence this summer. Got so it. so it is we are keeping it to an overnight not a day experience. Um sure. yeah. and that's where we kinda are gotcha. unique as well that it is a, a residential overnight camp. Mm-hmm. So it is a different yeah, experience. No. Well and, and and you're that makes a lot more sense. I mean thinking of you know, I'm a, maybe I have the wrong image, but I'm thinking of like you sit around the campfire and you you know you're you're making s'mores and you're kind of telling those stories and it kind of I, I feel like that's probably when the true friendship building is is really taking place. There, there's something different about you know okay, well we're sitting down and having lunch together versus we're doing this kind of like nighttime activity or like we're in the bunk together kind of hunkering down for the end of the of this day, um, it, it's almost like that's when, like, the real heart-to-heart conversations come in, when, like, friendships are really made. Um, yeah. And so I guess that's kind of the image yeah. I have in my head just from what you're describing. 
Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I know Heather sees this. She does a lot of um, overnight camps with the younger population. Yeah. And I, But what I saw last year is that when the group comes together, it's made up of the individuals. And I saw the group about halfway through, and already the friendships and the the dynamics of the group was really so beautiful, Rob. You know, like mm-hmm. one young lady could sing all of the Disney songs, <laughs> and mm-hmm. of course nobody else could, but they knew the chorus. So she could sing all the all the, the main pieces, and then everyone would join in in the chorus. Yeah. Or if... You know, somebody did something behaviorally. Another another camper would be like that. So many times in this, in you know, in the last five minutes. So they really kind of got to know each other and got to know each other on a real personal level, and then also as a group. And I think that's that's the beauty of it. When they're staying in a rigid residential, that that development from the beginning when they first meet themselves throughout it, it it's it's they make friends and it's. You know, a unique experience that they don't always experience uh, in any other forum today. Yeah. Nice. Um, from you know, from a, a staffing point of view, I know you said it's a three to one ratio is kind of a, the target. Um, let's talk a little bit about the people providing. Um, the staffing, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's different professionals who are out there. As Heather, you know, has said, as you Kim said, you know, this is what leaps and bounds does every day and, and every year. Um, but are there are there other opportunities? You know, are there volunteer opportunities out there for people who maybe say, you know, I want to get more involved in this in this field within this um, type of setting, or just really passionate about um, ASLA or, or leaps and bounds. Absolutely, we would love to have volunteers um, with on the camping trip this year. Uh, we just ask that they're 18 and up, and they like pass their background check and everything like that. I also interview them to make sure that they are a good fit for uh, the, the campers for the population. Um, but we love having volunteers. I love bringing more people into the community, um, and I think camping is a great way to do it. <laughs> so, yes, we'd love to have volunteers. <laughs> and that goes across camp and then beef organizations in their day-to-day operations, um, always on the lookout for exceptional, enthusiastic volunteers to help with their missions. Yeah. I mean, I think that's great. It's, it's funny. It's, I feel like there's so many more volunteers out there who are looking to do this, but they don't know where to go. It seems like every time I go to um, an Autism Speaks walk, um, we go to different presentations in the community. It seems like there's always now some group of maybe high school students, middle schoolers, college saying, you know, I want this type of experience. I feel like this is something that's going to be good for me, good for where I'm hoping my life goes. And so, but they all seem to say the same thing of, I don't know how to do it. I don't know where to start. So the fact that you guys have this and can give that opportunity to maybe someone, you know, exiting high school, beginning college, um, that could be just great to start um, start them off. That's awesome. Absolutely. Some of our volunteers even use it as a summer getaway experience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet. I mean, who wouldn't want to spend a week in Malibu meeting cool people? Like, it's... It seems like a pretty great way to spend uh, exactly. your summer. Come yeah, on we'll up. see you there, August 14th. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, 
I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious, like thinking, thinking forward, like where, what are you guys hoping to do? This is the first year of this partnership. I know Kimmy said the ASLA had, did camp for the last few years, but this is the first time you guys are putting Camp Naveen together. Um, you know, l- looking in the future, are you guys hoping to expand this to be something bigger, where there's multiple week options, uh, maybe a longer or longer stay? Like, are, are there any thoughts about where this could potentially go if, um, if it's successful and really kind of catches the attention of everyone as well as, you know, meets everyone's needs? Yeah, it's, it's a really good question, Rob, because there's just so many opportunities for us. Like, um, in the past sure. couple of years, we've gone with an urban experience, and this is our first year going with the rural experience. And the mm-hmm. response from the community so far has been really encouraging um, regarding it. So, you know, next year we could we definitely, we, we, you know, whether we look at expanding it, whether we look at going for a rural and urban experience, whether we look at multiple weeks, you know, I think we let's get let's work through this one. But I think that there's certainly lots of ideas on the table for for the future. Given that we're hearing, you know, we respond to what the community is saying to us at every willing. So on that, we can determine where the best approach is. And even as I said, we're we're hearing from the over 30s as well. There's there's an opportunity, and and we know that this is a need. So we're um, we're excited. Yeah. That's great. So, um, you know, we, we've talked a little bit about the camp. I'm sure there's lots of people who are saying, look, I want more specific details about this. I want to be able to kind of look up, um, you know, and, and see if my child or, or if I might be the right fit. So where can people go to find out more information about Camp Naveen and, um, and start to explore the possibility of they themselves um, being a camper? So um, we have the information well, on our website on www.autismla.org. We also have a Facebook page that you can we continuously post information there. But on the um, on the website uh, on our web page, you can actually get it under the Get Involved. You can become you can sign up for our newsletter, and when you're on our newsletter, you'll see lots of the you know. That's where we do our email blast saying camps coming or even with just monthly initiatives happening in our community that families across all developmental disabilities will find valuable. Um, the, um, if you need to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at info at autismla.org. And then in addition, our camp only focuses on the 18 to 30-year-old range at the moment, but leaps and bounds, and Heather can talk more to that, is also very much focused in providing the camp experience to um, our under-18s. Heather, do you want to speak about that? Sure. Um, Actually, we're also, funnily enough, having um, a week of camp for the the 10 to 17-year-olds at at the same location, slightly different activities, of course, that's appropriate, but... um, uh, for, the, for the younger population, we'll also be going up to Camp Shalom this summer. And so really important to us that everybody gets out and have their, has their camp experience. Slightly shorter week for them. It'll only be four or five days, um, but uh, exciting. And then we actually had a couple kids who have done that Shalom week as youth, and there we actually have, I think, three participants who are going to be joining ASLA uh, this summer for Camp Naveen with us who have done the, our overnights in the past. And we're also able to do we're also able to um, do these overnights throughout the year. So basically, whenever there's a three-day weekend or it's spring break or it's winter break, we try to 
pack the kids in the van or adults, depending nice. on the week we pick, and uh, go do different trips around around the area. And so we do make those specific to either it's a youth trip or it's an adult trip. Um, again, so you're having those appropriate peers and having a good time with your with your friends. Um, so yeah, it's something that we really like to do throughout the years and of the year. Yeah. And where do they find out the information I, I, on that? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, for that one, you want to go to our Leaps and Bounds website, and it's kind of spelled funny, so I'll spell it for you. Uh, but it's Leaps and Bounds, L-E-A-P-S-N as in Nancy, B-O-U-N-D-Z dot com, and then you can just go slash camp, and that'll get you straight to the camp page, and we update it all the time about different activities we're doing, uh, try to post some fun pictures and schedules up there, and yeah, it'd be fun to have you. <laughs> no, that's great. I, I remember those um those, you know, spring break, winter break uh, camp from Leaps and Browns very well. I've, uh, I've actually provided some behavioral consultation to a couple people on them. So it's, uh, it's, I, I enjoyed those very much. It was very cool to see um, kind of like a break from at least the ones I saw. It was a nice kind of break from the day-to-day routines, still kind of in L.A., still in like the heart of everything, um, you know, the urban setting that we have here. But it was kind of like a little oasis in a way from everything. It was, it was very cool. So it's, uh, it's great that you guys are still doing that, and it's great for people to hear about those camps as well, not just uh, the camp we're talking about, Camp Naveen. Um, the, um, you know, any, any kind of closing thoughts for everybody about all of this? You know, we've talked about the camp. We, I think we've talked about the benefits. Um, we've talked about how people can kind of learn about it. Um, but I'm, but I'm wondering, is there, you know, any closing thoughts for everyone out there listening to this about the camp or about just kind of, um, you know, the, the, the concepts behind it? Because, um, this, this is, you know, as you guys have alluded to, you know, this isn't something that you can find just like anywhere in Los Angeles. Like people have, have been asking for this. People are, have already indicated to you that, you know, they're already thinking maybe one or two years ahead to try and figure out how to, get into the camp and be a right fit. Um, so are there any kind of considerations for people out there or just or ideas or thoughts for them? I, I just think, Rob, that we're, as, as both organizations are, are super committed to our self-advocates. So if, if you think it's a, a fit today, reach out to us. If you think it's a fit in the future, still reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, because we look forward to, to meeting everyone and having an incredible summer with them. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you both for being here. It's really great to talk about the camp and this program. Um, like I said, you know, it was kind of cool to talk about just the idea of um, a camp for an age group that doesn't necessarily come to mind right away and all the, the benefits and, and just the positive social experiences that um, self-advocates are going to be able to get for themselves here because, um, as I just said, I don't think there's a lot of options out there, so it's really cool that you guys have created one. Um, thanks again, and uh, appreciate you filling us in on everything. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us, Rob. Well, thanks, everyone, for being with us today. Um, I think, as I said at the top of the show, it's just really great for us to hear what each other are doing. And, and there really isn't a great forum out there. There's, there's not that opportunity for us to really be able to share. Um, I've got a chance to go to the Autism Society of America's National Conference a few weeks ago, and 
it was a great opportunity for just that, but it also struck me of how difficult it is to get people together. Um, it was in Los, uh, sorry, I was going to say Los Angeles, but it was in New Orleans. And it's in New Orleans in July. Families are on vacation. Kids are on breaks from school. And I don't think there were a lot of people from Southern California out there. Um, so spreading the word about a camp like this or about other programs like this um, is still somewhat limited, even at a conference that has a pretty significant attendance. So I still think it's so important for us to keep these opportunities up, podcasts like this, um, blogs, Facebook posts, all of these different avenues so we can learn from one another. Because uh, that's what's really going to bring, I think, the greatest impact to the different services in our community that um, we don't always know about. So we're going to keep bringing new types of highlights, new types of programs to you guys as we learn about them. If you have any programs that you think we might be interested in that you would love to talk about, we'd love to hear about them. So if you've got questions for us or if you want to share with us what you're doing, more info at AutismTherapies.com or look us up at the Autism Spectrum Therapies Facebook page. Christina and I are always keeping our eyes open to see what you guys are posting and, and to see what types of things we can share with everyone out there. It's been great talking to you guys. It's been too long. We're going to get this going again, especially now that I'm starting to sleep at night and that my, uh, my baby is, uh, is doing pretty well with her day-to-day routine. Um, so until the next time, take care, have a great week, and uh, enjoy the rest of your summer. Bye, everyone. We hope you have enjoyed today's episode of All Autism Talk. For additional information and resources about autism, visit www.learnitsystems.org backslash family. Know an inspiring group or individual we should talk to? We would love to hear more from you at more info at autismtherapies.com. Want to hear more? Listen to previous episodes at www.allautismtalk.com. All Autism Talk, connecting the autism community one podcast at a time.